Thanks for listening to Schlereth and Evans On Demand, presented by Bathfitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bathfitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bathfitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bathfitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bathfitter, it just fits. Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Oh, it's cold out there. Oh, it is nipply. Nipply. What is it? Colder than a well digger's ass? Yes. Yeah, on the uh, northern side of an iceberg or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's, it's chilly out yeah, there. It's chilly. It's supposed to warm up today. Uh, up to around forty. Oh, and then by the weekend boring. we're going to be up into the fifties. And so, yeah, a, a burst of Arctic air this morning. Let's see, it was minus six at my house in Lakewood when I left. Minus mm-hmm. four when I got here to the tech center. Yeah. So frosty out there. Yeah, but that's all right. It's winter. It's winter in Colorado. Don't worry about it. It's going to be springtime, summertime. Three hundred. Plus days of sunshine. We're good. We're good. You know, it mimics uh, what's going on over the uh, Broncos facility right now. Oh, and what is that? Uh, uh, Arctic blast toward the media. We'll let you know. (laughs) We'll let you know. We'll let you know when we decide uh, who we're going to pick. So for all the chicken littles out there running around, a lot of pearl clutching going on. Oh, what's going on? Why won't they name Mm. a coordinator? Sean Payton is not prepared. Oh, Sean Payton's in yes. over his head. Well, apparently Payton, fresh off his uh, TV gig at Fox, mm-hmm. understands modern media, took to Twitter last night. Did he now? And here's what he tweeted. 16 with five to go. We'll fill you in when we're ready. Love it. Love it. So you, 16 you know, coaches hired, five right. to go. We'll fill you in when we're ready. It reminds me of something that um, that Brock talked to us about. Osweiler? Ball security's job security? No, 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 oh. no, 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 Brock. <laughs> or, Brock Hewitt, I know. Hewitt. So <laughs> Brock told us, you know, all these years that he's worked in Seattle, nothing ever got out until it got out, until they wanted it out. And he said after we, we, we hired Sean Payton um, and the process and how long that took, he said, that's a sign of good organizations. You don't know what they're doing until it's done. And I'm with him. This is, this is the way it should be run. Oh, we're going to miss out on coordinating? Do you, do you hear the names that they're, they're running through here as coordinators right now? Well, I mean, so far we've got... Uh uh, the, the unheralded guy, Sean Desai, mm-hmm. Chris Richard. Then you've got Rex Ryan, Vance Joseph, and now Matt Patricia, right. the uh, former Patriots defensive coordinator, Super Bowl winner, and then Lions coach. Not so effective. Let me just tell you. Let me just tell you right now, off the bat, of the openings that there are. Right, I think there's three DC openings. Is is there not? Is there a DC opening in Arizona? Indianapolis in here? Or have they named their DCs? Oh, well, Gannon just took over. I think Gannon's got his whole staff filled out already. Does he? But he's kind of the, he's kind of a, I mean, he's a de facto DC. He'll, he'll be like the Vic Fangio. Only hopefully he's, I, well, I know he's got a little bit more energy and some pew, 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 pews, you know. 
He's got that going on for Shots. Him. Shots. Yeah. Beep, shot. beep, 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 but, he, you know, the point, the point <laughs> being. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, he's, he's got to have a better laser. He's got to have a better laser. Maybe that wasn't a laser. Anyhow, uh, I digress. The, the point being is that the Broncos are going to sign whoever they want. And they're taking their time through the process. And you know what's the best job available? Would you rather go with Sean Payton, a proven veteran coach who knows exactly what he's doing and has whispered quarterbacks into greatness, or Shane Steichen, or Jonathan Gannon? Do you tell you tell me if you're Matt Patricia, or if you're Rex Ryan, or if you're you know filling the advanced Joseph and you have the choice to go to Denver under Sean Payton or Indianapolis under Shane Steichen or Arizona under Jonathan Gannon. Which one are you waiting for? No, to, to act like we don't have a plan or to act like they don't have a plan, to act like, oh, this guy is falling. We're not going to get the guy we want. Stop it. You know, Stop the fear-mongering. The chicken littles, you know who you are. Stop it. Relax. They'll get the exact guy they want, just like the Broncos got the exact guy they wanted in Sean Payton. Okay, and I agree with you to a point. I agree with you to the point that you're right. We went through this whole thing with the head coaching search, and everybody close to this, the the insiders, the Mike Clisses, the Adam Schefters, the, the Troy Ranks say, hey, it's a different ball game over there right now. They are not giving out the kind of information that we've gotten in the past. And... So I'm okay with the idea that it's not overly transparent, but it is taking a while. Mm-hmm. So at what point does, hey, we're keeping things in-house, you're not going to get the leaks that you got before, it's buttoned up and that's the way it should be done, when does that get replaced by they don't know what they want or the people that they want? Don't want to come here because it has. He was hired a while ago. Sure, yeah. Well, and, February fourth, and is and and as mentioned, sixteen coaches have been hired, and he's got five more to go. I, do, I think it's going to happen on their timeline. I think they. I, I think they sit there and and it, the deal is is you want you want a guy that meshes with you that can be honest. And that understands the complimentary. One thing Sean Payton, he said this in his press conference. There are games when you look at it and you say, hey, man, this defense is really good, man. I'm, I'm going to need you guys as, as, as my defense. I'm going to need you to pull a plan together to hold them to 17 points. Cause it's going to be hard to score 20. And then there are going to be games where you're walking in going, did we match up so well against this team? We're, we're hanging 35 on them. So y'all, you guys just got to keep it under 30. Like, you have to have a you have to have a coordinator that you have that kind of faith in that that you can present that way to that can speak honestly with you right and you can put a plan together and you just got to find i mean that's a that's a process especially if i don't know how well you know obviously you know you know guys you've competed against guys you know guys from that perspective but really sitting down and getting to to talk to a guy and really kind of understanding 
how that guy thinks, the way the way he goes about his business, like all that all that stuff matters. I don't know how tight a relationship he has with Matt Patricia. I, I'm I'm assuming nobody has that tight a relationship with Matt Patricia. You know, he he was in the secrecy of uh, of the freaking New Orleans. I mean, excuse me, of the New England Patriots. Absolutely. So I think that just just taking a little time. It's okay. It's better than rush to judgment. Well, speaking of Matt Patricia, you know him pretty well, having had a chance to do some Lions games when he was the head coach. So I want to get your thoughts on him. And what is your updated ranking now of the defensive coordinator candidates? And every once in a while, I like to do this. I like to just take the temperature. Speaking of temperatures, Mm. very low right now. But I like to take the temperature out there on the text line. So here's my question, and I welcome, we welcome your responses. What do you think of the job that Sean Payton is doing so far? What do you think of Sean Payton's uh, prolonged uh, process here in in hiring the staff, hiring the defensive coordinator? Are you worried or no worries at all? Let us know. Ramoslaw.com text on 303-713-1043. Matt Patricia, should he be? the guy could he be the best choice that's next when the day is done the game is over and you need a break from all the stress relax in your tub or shower from bath fitter bath fitter will fit your budget with a price match guarantee no money down no payments for up to five years get the ball rolling visit bathfitter.com today it's schlereth and evans on denver's sports station 104.3 the fan Good morning, everybody. It's cold out there. Be safe. Roads are snow-packed. Slick in some spots. Take your time getting to where you need to go. We'll take you along the way. Sean Payton on Twitter last night. Hey, y'all want, you know, a coach that's relatable, right? Anything more relatable than somebody who's not afraid to use social media? Wade Phillips does it all the time, and people love it when Wade yeah, goes on Wade Twitter. On so... I don't see any problem at all if Sean Payton. I think, I think more coaches. I think that's probably the next wave. We'll see more coaches, maybe be more transparent on social media. I love it. I'm here for it. Sign me up. So Payton yesterday tweeting out 16 with five to go. We'll fill you in when we're ready. Meaning 16 coaches hired five to go. Defensive coordinator Matt Patricia entering the mix. Background on him. Uh, longtime coach with the Patriots, defensive coordinator, uh, multiple Super Bowl winner in New England. Mm-hmm. Left to become the head coach of the Lions. It was a disaster. Went back to the bosom of Belichick, where he was the offensive coordinator this year. That was a disaster. But no doubt a sparkling defensive resume. So, you got a chance to do some Lions games when he was the head coach. Mm-hmm. You got a chance to hang out with him, talk to him. Tell us about Matt Patricia. Uh, first and foremost, the guys, like, a, I hate using football and brilliant in uh, the same sentence, but he really is a, a super smart guy. He was like some rocket scientist in, in college. Um, and then he was an offensive lineman. And I, I believe his first couple of years, he was like an assistant O-line coach before they moved him to defense, which is the way that the Belichick works, right? He wants you to have a vast understanding of both sides of the ball so that you have, um, so that you have some empathy for how hard each side of the ball is. And then you know exactly how offenses want to attack you. You know what the weakness of your defense is. So he's always been good at that. And, and Matt Patricia did a great job 
coordinating defenses for Bill Belichick for years, you know, that won championships. And I know the guys who played for Matt Patricia, the Teddy Bruskies of the world, some of the other guys who played for him in that capacity loved him. Now, I could also give you a bunch of guys from Detroit that couldn't stand him. As a head coach. As a head coach. And, you know, just stupid things, you know, that as a player, and I understand this, go out to a a game, calling a game in Detroit, excuse me, December, whatever it is, freaking freezing cold. It's like today. Wind just howling. Matt Stafford is injured. They're going to start Matt Blau, who is a backup. He's bounced around. He's all over. I think he's in, in maybe in Minnesota now, but he's bounced around. He was. A, he was. Da- I think it's Matt. David Blau. David Blau. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. David Blau. I don't, know. I don't know how your mind's working right now, so yeah. I just wanted to be careful there. All right. Okay. So I think it, it was David Blau. So they were starting David Blau, who... Has less than a rocket for an arm. Let's just say that. Okay? And it's windy and freezing cold outside on a Friday practice. And we go outside and the players are miserable. Right? And they've got this beautiful indoor facility right next. But we're going to go outside. Why? Because we're going to be tougher than them. You're playing the game inside on Sunday. Like, you got a quarterback who can't push the ball through this wind. You're playing an indoor game, and yet I'm going to have a a poor practice because I'm going to make a point to my players. You got to be tougher. I, it just was like stupid little things like that that he took from the Belichick. Listen, <clears throat> when you're Bill Belichick, you can do that. When you're Matt Patricia, you can't. And and so little things like that that basically just wore wore his welcome thin in Detroit. But that doesn't take away from how smart he is, how good a coordinator he is. And actually, I think he's a good dude. Like, I really, like, this is a kind of an oxymoron because I think he's a really good guy. I just think he got that head coaching position and tried to morph instantly into, hey, the the Patriot way, and this is the way we do it, and this is how we win championships. He and, wouldn't be the first. And everybody just flicked him, tuned him out right then, tuned him out. <laughs> dude, I did a, I did a, one of the coolest. We should, we should put this on our website. In regards to Matt Patricia, I did a video with Matt. I brought in a box of number two pencils. He's famous for having the pencil behind his ear. Exactly. And so I sit down with him. I go, hey, man, I'm going to film something real quick. He's like, all right, game. What do you want to do? I go, okay. So I told him, I'm going to ask you, you know, what your third down plan is. Blah, blah. So I go, hey, between me and you, I go, how are you going to attack them on third down? He goes, he just shakes his head, doesn't say anything. I slide one number two pencil over. He picks it up, he looks at it, slides it back to me. He goes, I take the whole box and slide it over to him. He looks at the box and he goes, all right, third down and long. We're gonna, it, it was, I mean, it was deadpan. It yeah. was hilarious, yeah. right? He bought him off with number two pencils. <laughs> I bought him off with number two pencils to get the game plan. And he was totally in. And he's got that about him. It just, again... Like many Belichick assistants, you go in and, and you've been so influenced by Belichick that, that the players just don't resonate. It doesn't resonate with them. And so this would be, a, this would be to me, it would be a tremendous hire. He's a, like I said, he's a, a really smart Well, kid. all right, I'll give you a chance to redo your rankings right now on your defensive coordinator wish list. So these are the guys we know they've talked to. Sean Desai, mm-hmm. 
Rex Ryan, Vance Joseph, and now Matt Patricia. Who's your number one choice? I think I would go Matt Patricia. I would, too. I would, too. Yeah, all right. We didn't talk about this beforehand. I I think he checks all the boxes. Veteran coach, proven resume as a mm. defense. I mean, you're talking about proven resume sure. as a defensive coordinator. It's not like he's been out of the league for a while. He's been current with the league throughout. Yeah. He went up against Tom Brady in practice every single day. If the idea is you want a defensive coordinator who is going to challenge an offense, mm-hmm. is maybe going to look to take your quarterback down a peg or two. Right. You don't think he has some experience doing that? Yeah. The old, I, the Rex, old, Rex was my right. guy. I love the idea yeah, of Patricia. I do, too. And the old the old saying with Patricia or with the New England Patriots is, we're going to make you play left-handed. We're going to make you play to your weaknesses. We're not allowing you to play to your strengths. And, and you know, obviously you have to be able to break down tape and do all those things. But pretty cool, man. I, I, I really like I really, I really like him as a, a potential defense coordinator. All right. Let's see what happens. 16 down, 5 to go. So says the coach. Up next, Morning Brew. The Nuggets back to work after the All-Star break. We'll hear from the newest Nugget and the role he'll play. And apparently the odds makers, the wise guys, aren't buying the early Deion Sanders hype at CU. Details next. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Sean Payton took to Twitter last night. I guess responding to what he has heard about, hey, what's taking you so long to get a defensive coordinator? He tweeted out, 16 with five to go. We'll fill you in when we're ready. 16 coaches hired, five left to go. Yeah. Say a direct shot across the bow of all the chicken littles out there. The Marilats of the world, the DMACs of the world. Oh, what are we doing? We didn't have a plan. We didn't have a plan. Ah! Run and hide, run and hide. The names that you've got right now as potential? Like, seriously, the names that you have to potentially be the defensive coordinator and the experience those guys have and what they've done in this league, come on. Seriously. Well, I'm just glad that we have so many people on our station, in media, in this town that are, are such experts when it comes to putting together a coaching staff uh, I, I guess I got to ask, wh- where were they last year when they were lapping up joyfully everything that was happening with Nathaniel Hackett and his staff? <laughs> where were the James Merrillats and D-Max and Matt Smiths of the world who were able to see through the yeah. the the facade, the, the sham, the charade right. that was Nathaniel Hackett's staff? Instead, it was... Oh, wow, Nathaniel Hackett, what a breath of fresh air. Right. And, hey, how about that Dwayne Stooks? Wow, man, I'd run through a brick wall yeah. for him. He's a real hard ass, you know. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, Wait, yeah. why, why, okay, if you guys are so smart about everything, why didn't you see right. that disaster coming? We filled our whole offensive staff in one day. We got everybody we wanted. Yeah, because nobody else wanted them. That's why. Well, everybody's a first-timer. It's going to be great. No, I want football people making football. This is not that huff, is it? 
football I, people making football decisions? Think I, I don't know. You, you got a guy who's been doing this for over 15 years who averaged like 10 wins a season. The guy is one of the best yeah, coaches. Who suckled to, off the teat of Bill Parcells. To come through the NFL in, in the last 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. and people are upset because he's taking his time to round out a staff. Meanwhile, these same people who are so critical of him were just overjoyed with a staff that was put together last year, which, by the way, did not include one guy who was not getting a promotion. Every guy on that staff was doing something they hadn't done before. Right. <laughs> but, hey, they got hired quick. Yeah, and every, so and every guy they had was, that going for him. Every guy was young and energetic and new movie clips. Hey, this guy knows movie clips. He can put that in his presentation. He's hip. You know what it is? Here's what it is. And and I love my media brothers and sisters. But here's here's what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of people during the head coaching search who said it's going to be this guy yeah. or it's going to be that guy. And they were made to look foolish. You had a lot of people said, it's right. going to be Harbaugh. I'm telling right. you, it's Harbaugh. It's a done deal. Or, hey, it's going to be D'Amico Ryans. You can tell. I already know. And a lot of people were made to be foolish because in their rush to be first or yes. their rush to be right and be able to pound their chest and mm-hmm. say, look at me, I was right. A lot of people ended up looking foolish in all this, and they're still carrying around those hurt feelings. Ooh. Hey, people, there are no ice bags for hurt feelings. You got to move on. You got to move on. Next on the morning brew, the Nuggets back to work after the All Star break in Cleveland to play the Cavaliers. Get a look at newest Nugget, Reggie Jackson, the pride of Palmer High School, who talked about his role on the team and as a perhaps mentor to Jamal Murray. It's just going to be about helping this team and, of course, trying to help Jamal. Just help him get back to who he is. He's a scary player. I think, you know, probably been snubbed with some all-stars, but all-star caliber player. Um, really, really good. Very confident. So just going to try, like I said, help help alleviate him until he can get back to fully being who he is. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. I'm just happy to walk in the building and try to help in any possible way. 20-plus games left for the Nuggets. Mark, what are we looking to accomplish here? Oh, I mean, we're looking at a combat, the number one seed in the West and have home court advantage throughout the playoffs. That's what we're w. looking to accomplish. Mission 16-W. W. That's right, bud. It's W. W. Boom. <laughs> Just want a bunch of Ws. Just a bunch of Ws. How, wait, wait, like go, okay, what did you say, 20 games left? A little over 20 games. A little over 20 games. Uh, all right, so let's call it, let's call it, 17 and 6 down the stretch, something like that. I don't know. I don't know exactly what the number is. Home are. court throughout the entire playoffs, is that something that you have to go all out to get? Yes. At the expense of being able to, let's say, rest some guys down the stretch. You'll get rest in the you'll get rest when the playoffs hit. Your guys will be you guys will be all right. We hey, come on. We've pampered these pansies. Just well, plenty. To the point where even Michael Malone is pampering guys. You know that kills him. To his inner core, that kills him. Yeah, you know he hates that. The Nuggets right now are a game behind Boston for the best record in the NBA. You definitely have to get the best record in the West. Absolutely. That yes. that has to be the, the goal. 
Beyond that, I think once you have secured the best record in the West, then you play it by ear. I'm, I, I don't. I don't think it has to be all out. You have to get home ice. I home ice. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> so you've been. You've been. I've been. I, well, I've been watching a lot of. I've been watching a lot of meaningful playoff hockey games around here. You so are, I'd like to see the same yeah. thing happen with basketball. Yes. I'm used to saying home ice. I tell you what. If we played on ice, I'd give us the nod on every game because you know the Joker. Growing up in Serbia, there's a lot of ice, I bet. Well, Jamal Murray grew up in Canada. Yeah. So hey, that's like cold storage for the U.S. Hey, next on the morning brew, speaking of the Avs, Jared Bednar says he's okay with the process and how Kale McCarr was handled with his second concussion in the span of a couple of weeks. Yeah, no question. Yeah. I mean, we follow the protocol. Player comes in, says he's good. You know, if he's got tests to do, then he does them. He's cleared and he feels good to go back in, then he goes back in. Is it as cut and dry as that? Tua Tonga Viola was cleared. Hey, I don't Tua have, was cleared. I don't have a problem with getting cleared. The the pro the only the only mishandling was when he got hit again and dinged on the nose. You should have gone through more you should have gone through a, a stiffer evaluation at that point in time. Not let him play the rest of that game and then go. Oh, I'm feeling a little bit dizzy, or I'm having a little sensitivity to light, or whatever you know, whatever his symptoms were. That's that was the only mishandling. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Next on the morning brew, apparently the wise guys, the sharps, are not buying into the early season Dion Sanders CU hype. What are you talking? About? What are you talking? About? The odds have been posted for the Buffs' first two games. Mm-hmm. They open. At TCU, and they are a 17 and a half point underdog. Well, now TCU was a Final Four. Losing a lot of people, though. Right. They actually. They, they... All right. Go ahead. Okay. All right. They were I, final. I, they, I, they... I, okay. Okay. I'm not, yeah. not going to argue with you. I mean, yeah. It, it, that's that's still Final a, Two, that's right? Still, yeah. That's still a formidable team, okay? To be an underdog on the road right. is not a huge deal. But I this one grabbed my attention. The next week. They're home to play Nebraska. Nebraska with a new coach and Matt Rule. Mm. Nebraska, a team that's been just shockingly mediocre to below average for, right. for years. See you still a touchdown dog. Time. Lot of lot of newness in CU. Lot of hype. Lot of putting things together. Lot of portal. Lot of like, there's I get just all, a lot of newness. I, I agree with that. Yes, and there's every reason to be excited. But I'm the point that I've made throughout all of this is that the hype and the excitement of what could be only lasts so long. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to pay it off with some wins. All that excitement will quickly dissipate if you just come out of the the, the gate losing losing football games. It's why I believe they have to be, and the expectation should be. A bowl game next year. Six wins. Yeah. And if you only win three or four games and you're losing games to Nebraska at home, I'm sorry. You're going to lose a lot of that oomph. In order to pay off all this hype, you got to you gotta win yeah, some well, football you gotta, games. You got to win. I mean, you've got to. You've got to win. I understand the I understand the TCU thing. That's good. You know what? I'd rather kind of lie in the weeds. Like a lion. Right. Just in the weeds. A puma. <sighs> Just waiting for that little Impala 
to prance on by. Right on it. That'll do it for the morning brew. Troy Rake joins us next. As somebody who has covered the entire head coaching search and now the defensive coordinator search, what does he make of all of it? He'll join us next. It's Schlereth and Evans on Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Try rank of Denver 7, joining us, presented by ROX Rocks Heating and Air. Morning, Troy. Morning, guys. How are you? Uh, doing really well, Troy. What can you tell us about Matt Patricia being in yesterday and uh, kind of uh, handicap the uh, defensive coordinator search for us? Yeah, he became the mystery candidate for the defensive coordinator position. Where it stands now is people I talk to in the industry, and again, this is a fluid situation, they believe that Vance Joseph might be the slight front runner. Then if he were to get it, Matt Patricia could land on his staff as the linebackers coach. Doesn't mean that, you know, Patricia could end up to DC. This has been an ongoing search. Coach Payton has been very deliberate. But while at one point Rex Ryan felt like he was the favorite, he was certainly generating the most buzz. If he was going to be the guy, he was here Saturday. They could have offered him the job, and they didn't. He left without the job. Um, so, again, between – there's three former head coaches who've interviewed for the D.C. job now, Vance Joseph, Rex Ryan, and Matt Patricia. I can't imagine it won't be one of those three. Uh, Vance Joseph interviewed for a second time in Philadelphia yesterday, uh, the second day of interviews for him. So he's waiting word. Rex Ryan's waiting word, and he just interviewed Patricia. So I think between one of those three, we're going to find a D.C. One person could say that what we're seeing with Sean Payton is he's being deliberate, patient. Another could say he looks indecisive, doesn't have a plan. Where do you come down on it? Well, he's been very deliberate throughout this whole process and hired his coaches, and he's been stealth. I mean, that's part of it so much different than the last three coaches. Everything they did we knew was happening with the coaching search. Uh, with Payton, again, last night he's tweeting that you know he's filled 16 of 21 positions. And very few are known right now, especially, I mean, on the defensive side, Christian Parker and Marcus Dixon will stay from, uh, be holdovers, but really no one else is hold, you know, as a holdover. So I don't see it as an issue until we see what it looks like. You know, right now, if you get your staff together and you have them together before the combine, I don't have any criticism for that. He's, he's his own man and the way he's going to do things. It's so much different from the previous three first time head coaches that given his past success, I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. There's been at times it feels, uh, I don't say chaotic, it just feels like, why isn't this done? They're the only team, there's two teams without a defensive coordinator right now, uh, the Broncos and Eagles, and the Eagles played in the Super Bowl. And yet, Peyton said during this entire time that he was going to be slow to hire, quick to fire in terms of making sure he has the right choice and creating accountability. And in that regard, he has followed that plan. And we're not seeing how the sausage is made necessarily. He may have, you know, it's very much might make all sense in the world to him. It's just different for the externally. It's viewed differently. And I think that's what's creating this reaction uh, from fans and media folks alike. But I don't have an issue with it until I see the final staff. We're in February. It's not like it's April. Uh, Troy, let me, one of the criticisms I heard from our station and from other people around town is, well, you're going to go to the combine and what if you don't have a defensive coordinator? And, you know, from, from what I've gathered and the people that I talk to and the, in the circles that I run in, um, there are a lot fewer coaches and coordinators that are even going to the combine anymore these days. You know, it's like the head coach and the scouts and, 
you know, they have their interview process. Um, what do you know about about coordinators going to the combine? Has that has that diminished in in recent years? It has changed dramatically over the last five to seven years, where you just see a handful of representatives from teams go, as opposed to entire coaching staffs. And basically the way it gets described is the combine is kind of a celebration and a reunion for coaches and a party fest and guys have a good time and they meet and they connect and, and they're out all night and hanging out. And I'm not saying it's debauchery, but it's, it's a built in way to you know reunite with all these coaches, almost like a reward. Well, over the last five, seven years, at least in my observation of going to it, it's taken on more of a corporate feel of, listen, you can stay back and do your work from our home base and watch film and study, and then when we get ready to do meetings, we can pipe you in. But you don't necessarily need to be on site. I would say with coordinators, Mark, typically they're involved more. It doesn't mean they're all there because they're not. Some coach, some teams don't bring anybody hardly. Uh, the Rams were one that changed that a few years ago. So it's not nearly as imperative as it was five, ten years ago. I would still say I would want my coordinators in place because you're evaluating guys in the Broncos case. You can say, well, they only have a third round, first picks in the third round. Well, that, again, that's the reason they can't miss on these picks. And I'd want my coordinators to have input. But you're right, exactly right, Mark. The number of people who attended in person has decreased dramatically in terms of coaching staffs and just members of organizations. They just keep a lot of them at the home base and tell them to do their work from there and then provide input as necessary. Try to rank our guests one more for me. Do you agree with the idea that Nikola Jokic is the NBA player under the most pressure to win an NBA championship? I would say he or Kevin Durant. I mean, Durant, it's a little harder because he just joined a new team, but Durant made a, you know, in hindsight, a horrible decision to leave Golden State to team with Kyrie Irving and James Harden. I mean, very few super teams have ever failed as miserably as that team did with the Nets. But in terms of Jokic, if he were to win a third, you know, third straight MVP, the first since Larry Bird, you join the company of the, the Will Chamberlains and the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's. One, all those things, all those guys had one thing in common: they won championships. They won at a very high level. So yeah, there's pressure on Nikola. There's no doubt. They need to make a deep run. Anything less than the Western Conference Finals would be a huge disappointment. They, you follow it closely, both. They're in a similar position where the apps were last. It's year. identical. It's something. It's absolutely identical. Yeah, at some point you have to prove it. We're saying you're talented. You're great offensively. You do it overnight. You have the regular season record. But for me. Two things have to happen. Nikola has to play like Nikola, which he typically always does. And Jamal Murray has to play like an all-star in the playoffs. Aaron Gordon's going to be fine for me because he fits with what Jokic does. But he's a complimentary piece. If they're going to get to the Western Conference Finals and perhaps for the first time in my lifetime and anyone's lifetime reach the NBA Finals, Jamal Murray has to play like an all-star in the postseason. And I think he's, it's possibly can do that. But I would say Jokic and then Durant have the most pressure on them in the playoffs. Yeah, sounds good, Troy, man. We appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. See yep. All right, there goes Troy Rank, presented by ROX Rocks Heating and Air, our Denver 7 insider. Coming up in four-down territory, looks like it's 17 down and four yes. to go as uh, the Broncos and Sean Payton have made a hire. A new addition to the coaching staff. We'll tell you about that. And apparently when it comes to All-Star Weekend, guys like Stink and I weren't apparently just screaming at clouds. That's next.
When your team is in hot water and you need a break from the play-by-play, Bath Fitter can install your tub or shower in just one day. And just like a coach, Bath Fitter is in your corner offering a watertight, seamless wall. A design consultant will take accurate measurements of your tub or shower and recommend the products that fit your budget. Bath Fitter has special financing available with no money down and no interest for up to five years. Now that's a game changer. Visit bathfitter.com to book your in-home consultation. Bath Fitter, it just fits. 